This is Chris. And I'm Sam. And we're your co-hosts of the Creating Saints podcast. We are the parents of three kids living out our Catholic faith in the most chaotic and healthy way possible. Welcome to the Creating Saints podcast. This is Chris. And I'm Sam. And we're doing a special bonus episode for you all today. We are, well, given that it's opening day weekend for baseball and we're huge baseball fans and um, most definitely huge Ace fans, we decided to go ahead and just talk about a baseball movie that we watched recently called Angels in the Outfield. Right, so last week in um, with our family, we watched Angels in the Outfield to hype us up for the baseball season, which started on Thursday, and, and the A's had their first um, evening game on Friday night, so we've been kind of celebrating the start of the baseball season just kind of all weekend um, and all week, but um, we just noticed how there's just a lot of faith um, themes that came up while watching the Angels in the Outfield movie, and we wanted to share our views of faith and baseball with you all. Um, And I don't know if you caught this on the previous episode with John, but um, we are the type of people that will come to church wearing our full baseball gear, like jerseys and all, because um, prior to coming to church, we, we go to an A's game. So every... Most Sunday home games, um, unless there's like a special exception, we're usually at the ballpark. And then given my persona, um, I dress up for the A's games and I have face paint on my, on my face and I do my best to clean it up as much as possible. But, you know, it's, it's on there while we go to church. So it kind of gives you an idea of how just baseball, then church is just our Sunday Routine. And he will come to church with green face paint on green his face. And gold face paint. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we just wanted to share with you our theological impressions from about um, Angels in the Outfield and maybe Sam can give a short synopsis or background of the movie. Alright, so Angels in the Outfield was actually made in nineteen ninety four. Uh, it was actually filmed it at the Oakland Coliseum. I'm actually ashamed to to say that I did not know that. I just actually just found that out last week. Uh, <laughs> I was dumbfounded, but you know it happens. We all we learn something new every day, right? Um, so uh, angels in the, angels in the outfield. Uh, it's about a foster kid named Roger, um, played by jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt. I hope I said it right. Um, he loves the Anaheim Angels. Even though they're the worst team in major leagues, uh, his estranged dad promises to re- re- reunite the family if the Angels make it to the World Series. So Roger decides to ask for some divine help and prays that his favorite team will turn things around. So, that you know, that being said, uh, just I guess just the synopsis in- itself kind of already talks about that this movie is a has to do a lot about prayer and faith and just 
keeping hope alive, right? So one of the scenes that we noticed was that um, when his dad makes like the statement, like, "Hey, like I'll I'll take you back with me. We could live together as a family if the Angels win the World Series, or not, or actually world. not the World Series. Make it to the make it to the World, it to series. The world series. And Roger, um, him, and the other foster kids, they're they're in their beds um, and they're praying." Um, at night, getting ready to go to sleep, and Roger prays to God, just not even really knowing if God is listening or if God is really there. Um, but he's praying that the angels make it to the make it to the World Series so that he can go home and be with his family. Yeah, and then so during his prayer, like it could it could sense a lot of doubt. He's just like. Not knowing if, okay, he's just trying to go for, I guess in a way, I guess in a way kind of like a little desperate measure, right? He's just trying to do whatever it takes just to hopefully have that family again that he had with his father. Um, and then while he's praying, he's doing everything like the, um, I guess the the formal prayers. I guess he um, they had their hands folded. <laughs> folded. Uh, looking up, um, in this case, he was on his it was on his bed. And he was looking at the at the sky, at the stars, uh, and just do a simple prayer. Just really, just asking um, if if there really is a God out there, if God can help him by helping the angels make it to the World Series, <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much what how his prayer was. It's just simple. Kind of like a little bit of a conversation. Funny note on that is that at the end he says amen. But I guess not understanding what amen is, he thought it meant like a man, like a male figure. Um, so then after that he, he went, oh, and a woman too. <laughs> so like I just found it a little funny that, you know, he said that and it's just kind of, um, just gives that perspective. It's just like, I guess, someone who doesn't really know much about how how to pray, how to pray, <laughs> just use it. The next thing that um, we thought was interesting was that there's another foster kid um, that lives with Roger, and his name is JP. And JP, well, actually, before I even um, mention JP's story, Roger after praying, is given the gift to be able to see angels on the field. So, like, angels will come up and, like, help the players on the field play really well, whether it's, like, um, you know, throwing really good pitches or helping players jump so that they can make a really great catch. Um, all those amazing plays are... are essentially divine intervention. The angels are helping the players play really well. And Roger can see the angels. His foster sibling, JP, on the other hand, cannot see the angels. But the interesting thing is that JP keeps the faith of um, and trusts that what Roger sees is really there. And he 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 holds on to that gift of faith because later in the movie, towards the end, spoiler alert, JP is also able to see angels. 
Um, but it's it's it speaks true to how things are always are not always revealed to us. Like God's plan isn't always revealed to us in in the present moment, and it becomes clear to us later down the road. And this is a really good example of that um, because. JP maintains that faith that God is there, God is present, God is helping um, by sending angels to help the team. And even though he can't see it, he still believes his friend Roger and still believes that angels are there. And um, at the time that he needs to see the angels is when he actually does see the, he, he actually does see the angels. So it's like timing, like all about timing, like God's plan won't be revealed to you until you're ready to see it. Mm-hmm. And um, go, you know, staying on on JP, he, uh, during the prayer, um, JP says um, to about the other foster kid. His name is Miguel, saying that I want to pray that Miguel gets a family, um, and then miraculous, miraculously, during the game, Miguel actually was placed in a home placed in a home um and and it's just one of those things where it's just like we we uh, i guess when when we go on with our daily lives we tend to miss god's miracles that um that he provides for us and that's just an example of like they do a simple prayer not realizing that it's been granted because they forgot that that's exactly what they wished for or they prayed for they were just more filled with emotion and not really thinking about like oh wow god answered our prayers and not to mention that during the in the earlier stages of the movie miguel was actually pretty mean to these was pretty mean to roger and jp like he was kind of bullying them a little bit and like um just rude and he's like the older sibling older foster sibling so he was just kind of like a a bully a little bit and um it's interesting that jp still prays for him even though you know he's kind of mean to to the other two kids so like that speaks to like how we should pray for our enemies and for those who have wronged us um for those that aren't always who are different than us praying for those folks as well and like um you know, wishing the best for them, even though they may not be nice for us. So during that f- the first game, going back to the first game, actually, the um, Roger and JP, well, actually Roger happens to have a conversation with an angel who happens to be like the lead angel of the, the ones that are there helping out. And he goes by the name of Al, who's played by Christopher Lloyd. And... Pretty much, he just he tells them, like, you know, hey, you know, we're here because you prayed for us. Um, so now we're we're trying to help out your team. So that way we can make your prayer a reality. So Roger happened to tell the manager, um, who's played by Danny Glover, and um, think he's crazy. <laughs> Because he's saying, like, oh, I see angels, and that's why the team won. And so so he tells uh, manager of Knox, saying, like, you know, hey, why don't you ask the players what they felt like, what was their experience? So then Knox goes and asks the players, and, and then, you know, they tell him, it's like, 
it, it, it they can't explain it. They can't explain what was going on. It felt like, like some weird miracle or phenomenon was just helping them do things that they never done before. But it just felt great. They they felt great, and so that's when Manager Knox started slightly believing in Roger and then invited Roger to come to more games. And just a lot of miraculous events happened and um, it, it, it came to the point where they were the final game, they were the game that they were gonna win, they needed a win to, to make it to the World Series. And during that time, Roger actually couldn't go to the game because he needed to go to court. His dad relinquished um, parental rights. At yes, court. but that very at that very moment he he lost faith in in God, angels. He just even though he's seen the angels, he's just like they they couldn't provide me what I prayed for. So it's there's no point. Like God isn't real. Angels aren't real. Um, he even went to the extents to and told Manager Knox and JP that angels don't exist, and um, you can see his his hurt like all over his face. You can just tell that he's just completely like I don't know the word, just crushed. Um, so during the same during the same time that um, well, actually during that game while Roger was at court. JP accidentally added the whole, I guess, secret, I guess if you would call it during the movie, um, that Roger sees angels and he would tell Manager Knox that, hey, there's an angel there, put this player in or, or, or put that player in to go play and then something miraculous would happen. Um, and so the announcer, or I guess the reporter, outed it and made it public. Uh, made it public, publicized it, and um, the team became a laughing stock. And so the manager of the team had Manager Knox make say a statement saying, "Oh, hey, this is all fake. Angels aren't real. Um, it's just whatever. You know, it's just not real." Trying to basically try like kill the whole that whole image or the idea of like there's angels, um, but. When he was up there getting ready to make a statement, he sees Roger, and then he has a statement from the heart. And so he talks about saying, like, he doesn't know what it is out there. He just knows that something is watching over them. And even Maggie, who is the foster parent for Roger and JP, she mentions, she was like, where there's love, miraculous things happen. So... The whole team started believing. Even Roger started regaining his faith. And um, so during that moment, he started believing again. And they they go on to the to the game and they happen to win the pennant. Um, but after the game, it turns out that manager Knox adopts both of the kids, both Roger and JP. And that just comes to show you that yeah, like God, like you pray for something to God. Like say you pray that you know you want that family, but then it's not the family that you thought it was. 
It's not what you expect. It's not what you expect. And it's only because God has a bigger plan for all of us. And it may not be that family, but it's a family that God knows that we need. So Manager Knox ends up being the foster dad for both JP and Roger. And they, it's that whole family aspect that Roger hoped for or prayed for. And now he has it. And it's better than what he would have had if he had his bio dad. Yeah, exactly. So, this movie, it's great. Um, and it, it really it really shows a lot about keeping hope alive, uh, keeping faith, and, and just continue to believe. Even though things don't seem to be moving or things don't seem to be happening... Just keep believing because eventually, eventually that whole time that you just keep on pushing and pushing and pushing, it's going to pay off. And also it speaks true to how we can help each other keep faith, especially when we know someone who has lost faith or has, um, you know, something bad happens to them. So they're, maybe they haven't lost faith, but their faith is shaken. Um, how we can support each other in maintaining that faith and and having that hope, um, because without the manager Knox, you know, without manager Knox um, making that statement, I don't think Roger would have regained his faith, and I don't think the players would be able to identify that um, to attribute their success to 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 faith, you know. Yeah, not realizing that this is just this is bigger than baseball. It's it's more just having the faith within you having that you know knowing that god is in you and the idea of community and how important community is Mm -hmm. this this movie actually hit me a little different um i haven't seen this movie in years since i was like a kid or something but i'm watching it now and i actually work in foster care and i see a lot of kids who struggle with not with having to be placed from home to home or who don't really have a home. And, um, you know, this this hit me a little different just because of what I know now and what I see on a daily basis. It was kind of cool to see, um, you know, a happy ending to a foster care kid. Which doesn't always happen. But, again, if we keep believing, if we keep fighting for... That happy ending, that happy ending will come. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but eventually it will come. You just got to keep faith. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us for our bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope that you, um, you know, if you do like to watch baseball, that you have a good, enjoy this different baseball season. And if you do get the chance to watch Angels in the Outfield, it's such a great opportunity to just kind of, sit back and watch something pretty nostalgic and we wish the best for the Oakland days because that's our team. So let's go Oakland. The Creating Saints podcast was produced by Gwen Ramos. Our theme song is written and performed by BJ Chanko. And special thanks to Zet Malong, who helped with our logo and photography. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Creating Saints. 
Have a good day. 